Hello and welcome to the Rant and Rave podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Frank Dave. Good morning, my friend. How are you? Great to see you. How are things up there in Los Angeles, California today? We are holding down the fort here in Los Angeles. Um, good to see you, buddy. Hope you're doing can, well out I'm there. Doing we well. Gotta... Well, I'm doing well, but I can tell you, you know, down here in San Diego, I don't know, but I got like, hopefully folks at home can't hear this. I got like Julio next door at my neighbor's house who every Saturday morning comes out with a lawn, a leaf blower. And the dude is like blowing this thing for like 45 minutes. I think it's job security. He's got that thing on his back. He's blowing that crap around. Really annoying. Sorry to get that <laughs> off my chest, brother. <laughs> this is called first world problems down there in San San Diego, <laughs> the, so, you know. Yeah. Hey, I, and I would just tell you, hey, at least we don't live in Minnesota or Maine, where yeah. the ice is up to our uh, waist. You know, there so you go. Exactly. We, we still. The one good thing that California still has is pretty decent weather most of the time. So, and no you know, complaints. he sees me. Not to go off. I'm going to stop. He Here sees me every weekend. Here we go. He sees me every weekend. You know, and he's like, he knows it bothers me. Like he's like, yeah, he's he like, and the neighbor knows. Julio knows, and he just give me. I think it's just cranking up there the all the time. Yeah, I think let's find a way to piss Frank off. Hopefully, <laughs> folks at home don't hear this through the the, uh, the Blue Yeti microphone. But uh, hey, if they do, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Hey, everyone, uh, uh, thanks for checking out our show. We got a, a lot of uh, uh, stories to, to hit with you today um, as uh, the, the march toward freedom and reclaiming the White House marches forward in uh, the year 2024. Yes, but sir. there's so many other amazing stories that we just got to touch on that kind of get lost in the shuffle. Yes. Um, hey, we all like to fly safely, don't we? We do. I've heard we that do. the uh, basically the airlines are back to completely full uh, again, uh, pre-COVID levels again. Yeah. So you kind of think, yeah, I want to get from L.A. to, say, Tulsa, Oklahoma uh, in, in one piece. Yeah. Well, the FAA... The Federal Aviation Administration is certainly putting all that at risk. We touched on this briefly a couple a couple of shows ago, but this is right right out of a, some kind of dystopian nightmare when you start hearing this stuff, and you wonder who really is in charge of the of these right. circus organizations. So right. they are now actively recruiting workers who suffer severe intellectual disabilities, yeah. psych, psychiatric problems, and other mental and physical conditions. Yeah, nice. If they have hearing and vision problems, that's okay as well. So, you know, the FAA, yeah. this is the company or yeah. agency, administration me, yeah. that regulates civil aviation. This isn't yeah. just the bag handlers. No, this no, isn't yeah. just people wa waving you through with a yeah. wand uh, yeah. in the security area. These are people that decide, yeah. uh, you know, the uh, traffic controllers yeah. and so on. Incredibly important. And obviously they are now no longer taking people that are best qualified. Well, because Dave, what you really want at the end of the day is somebody who is visually impaired in an air traffic control tower, right? Isn't yes. that what you really want at the end of the day? That would be helpful, right? Or somebody who can't hear that well, who's actually, oh, sorry, uh, uh, United Airlines 196, you're, you're taxiing where? Sorry, couldn't quite hear that. Across the runway? Sorry, what? You know, look, I've talked to a number of pilots, uh, friends of mine, Greg out there, big listener to the show, Others, you know, I got a couple stories that intersect, Dave, with this story that's actually unbelievable. So first of all, this is all about DEI uh, infiltrating and polluting, um, uh, you know, what's what's supposed to be a safe flying environment. And they don't care. They don't care if people die as a result. As long as they get their LGBTQ and their DEI stuff in there, they don't care. And the other kind of related a piece to this is the illegals, believe it or not, the illegal immigration surge at the border. Millions have already come over. So I'm not sure if folks know this, but if you fly through a number of different airports now, Phoenix Sky Harbor, a lot, San Antonio, Dallas, Houston, a lot of the ones along the southern border. So illegal aliens get a special piece of paper. 
They do not. Let me just repeat this. Everybody hears this. They do not have to go through. They got to go through security, but they don't have to show. They obviously have no ID because they're illegal. Um, they don't have to have their picture taken. They can refuse to have their picture taken uh, by anybody. They wave this piece of paper and they just get through onto a commercial airline. Yeah. These are people who we have no idea who they are. They just walked into the country. We, we don't know where, from whence they came, what they're bringing, nothing. They wave this little notice to appear called NTA from the Border Patrol, the, the, home, the, treasure, the Homeland Security people. And it's like a notice to appear in court seven years from now. They wave that at the airport and they can walk on any commercial airliner in the United States. Dave, this between your story and that. I really have serious reservations about flying, to be honest. Yeah, but I got this. Is, I got but here's the next one is going to blow your socks off, though. This this trumps them all. So we already covered the government causing all kind of havoc with this nonsense. Let's go to the private sector now. United Airlines. I, you know, I don't like to use that word boycott, but in this case, I do. Please do whatever yeah. you can yeah. to not fly United. So we touched on this briefly, but now more footage and more information has come out. So the CEO of United Airlines is Scott Kirby. And I'd love to know how the hiring process goes or the board of directors. Like, as soon as he comes into them, hey, Scott Kirby, nice to meet you. Now, um, can I see a picture of you in a dress? Yeah. Uh, what do you feel about uh, kids that want to, uh, you know, switch genders? Are you good with right, that? Right. And, oh, you're hired. Which he is. Which he is. Which he is. So, I, I mean, you've obviously seen it, Dave. For folks yes. at home, this is a podcast, Hard with a Video. He's a cross-dresser. Yeah. He's absolutely – videos have come out now. They show him doing all this cross-dressing, tranny-type stuff. He is unbelievable. So, so United's like this, Alaska's like this, but very rarely does it actually reach the C-suite where the CEO themselves is flag waving the rainbow flag, right? I mean, literally, he's a cross-dresser. And this is, uh, so he became president of UA in 2016, promoted to CEO in 2020. Obviously, United Airlines has long championed the alphabet agenda. Um same benefits for for domestic partners and for same gender domestic partners and right. as I'll, I'll, one more connected to this right the dei tranny pilot yeah who is in charge now yeah of 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 the dei inclusion within that company is another crossdresser sure so it's it's one thing for him to say okay he likes to get a little wild on the weekends yeah. but when you start bringing in people only because of their mental disorder if you want to call that or their desire right. to dress as the opposite sex yeah. and to flaunt it it's what you know we don't care what you do when you're yeah, doing home. your own business that's fine yeah totally. Uh, but but this is obviously superseding uh having the well, best this is, yeah, this pilots putting, the best this, the best uh you know the, the yeah. most qualified people yeah. and this will have real consequences down the road with this yeah, this is this is this is a putting other people's lives at risk again very good point we don't care what you do at home in your own bedroom that's your own business but when you put other people's lives at risk because you are trying to project your own ideology onto others in america that's wrong that's unsafe that's not appropriate. It's wrong. But Dave, look, we've got countless examples of them trying to do that. What about people in Biden's own administration, right? What about that guy who was in the, the TSA? He was the cross-dresser tranny. He was stealing luggage at the airport off the carousels. Remember that dude with the bald head right. and like, the makeup on? So that dude now, he's fired, right? Um, what about uh, Levine, right? Levine, the assistant secretary of health. Mark Levine, but now it's like uh, Mary Levine, whatever. So same thing. They're infect. They're using these people to infect the way we uh, think, act, and now it's affecting safety. And you know what? They don't care. They, they, don't, they, don't, care. they don't care. And we've got how many how many uh, tranny LGBTQ plus uh, uh, shoot at mass shootings in the last uh, six months? Like four, three or four, yes. right? 
There's the Memphis one. There is the Iowa one that nobody heard about the Iowa one, right? I mean, Iowa, that was suppressed by the mainstream media. A couple of people killed two or three, um, you know, all of it. So again, it's, it's, it's absolutely huge. Um, it does tie, if I can get into this day for a second, it does tie to a point that I want to bring up. It's a little bit in the weeds, but it's a super important point. We talk about the administrative state all the time on this show, the fourth rail of government, right? So you have the executive branch, judicial, congressional branch, the so-called fourth rail of government is this, um, administrative state. So these are the 2 million plus federal employees that really run the show. So even when a new presidency comes in and you put in 3,000 presidential employees, there's still 2 million civil servants who are carrying out the faithful orders of the last uh, president. So there's a case right now, oral arguments were heard before the Supreme Court last week that's going to challenge a 40-year-old case. It's called the Chevron Doctrine. This really ties this all together because the reason why stuff like what you talked about, the DEI, all this infiltration is allowed to happen is because uh, federal agencies like the EPA, the FAA, the SEC are all allowed latitude to interpret what they call unamb- or ambiguous statutes, right? So in other words, the whatever philosophy, is, the, the, the basic deference is to these um these agencies in the federal government. And Biden knows this, right? They know the Chevron doctrine is there. It looks like the Supreme Court is going to overturn this. It's super important because when that happens, that means all of these agencies, Dave, that we just talked about, they can no longer interpret things as they want. Congress Mm -hmm. has to be the law. Congress has to pass the the law and it has to be interpreted exactly. So no room for ambiguous uh, interpretations. And this came out in a recent environmental standards case. Uh, and so this is being held, uh, uh, you know, talked about in front of the Supreme Court right now. It looks like it's going to probably be overturned. And this will be the first step to deconstruct the administrative oh, state. We need this big. It's, it, it's, it's huge. No, it, it's 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 yeah. basically as big as um, the, uh, the, the West Virginia case we covered recently, uh, uh, the, the whatever versus West Virginia. All these cases are seminal to take down the building blocks. It's like a, it's like a, a, the jigsaw, what do you call it, the Jumanji puzzle or whatever. Right. But basically, to deconstruct the administrative state, you've got to take these blocks away. Once you do, these, administra- these, uh, these agencies can no longer uh, operate with the wield the power that they do. I think some of these people, they literally are mad with power when they've been there for decades and they've built up this, this you know, humongous tentacles of right. uh, people that they work that are that working with them and the power they have. Uh, I think it warps them. And so, oh, this is a, I we will definitely stay on top of that story, dude. Yeah, that's huge. Uh, yep. Hey, one of the all time greatest expressions of the last few years, everybody go woke, go broke. Oh, yeah. Okay, we've, we've heard it before. It's very uh, apropos. So I've got a, a couple of amazing real-world uh, connected uh, stories. So are you ready for this? Go for Since it. I am, the, I am our media expert here. You are the media expert, yes. On the show. Well, at least I'm good at At least I know a little bit about one topic. <laughs> so uh, every kid in America at one time read Sports Illustrated. Oh, yeah. It's been around for like 70 years. It, it, I mean, that was your Bible for anything sports. For, I mean, I used to get them every... I, I got it for like 10 years straight, subscription, every sure. year. Wow. Uh, they are now... Uh, firing their entire staff. Wow. So this had been bought and sold several times, obviously with the demise of any, you know, magazine publications as, you know, as everything goes digital. But they've decided to go decidedly woke over the last five, six, seven, eight years. So now 
instead of, I mean, it's obviously best displayed in their, uh, you know, swimsuit editions. So instead of beautiful, thin women on the cover, right. they've had obese yeah. trannies on I the saw cover. That. Yeah. Yeah. And do you think that is something that's going to appeal to the typical no, dude no, who wants to watch no, the Cowboys no. and the Bills on Sunday? No. Maybe maybe the Patriots now. But that's another story. Uh, yes, I know. Which <laughs> I know. I know which way you're talking about. So, um, uh, Arena, which operates uh, uh, Authentic's million dollar ten year licensing deal, which actually you know it's really just the name of the magazine. It had been there's really it was really just a, a shell anyway. Right. Right. But the people that own the actual license uh, of it now, uh, basically, it's going to cease to exist. So that's that's okay. there you go. Go, goodbye sports illustrated we will not miss you um connected to this yes the far left washington post and la times are losing tens of millions of dollars annually wow wow okay no we know the post is owned by jeff bezos right as, as a pure propaganda arm uh, of the left correct so out here in la so the la times was at one time the la times was another just it was like the new york times it was a bible everybody right. in everybody the city had it delivered to their doorstep yeah, in the morning just, it was just yeah. of course you did yeah. Yeah. I mean, they they used to. I mean, they were millions. I mean, their, they were, their their paper distribution was millions back in the oh, day. Oh yeah. So um, it had been going down, going down, and, and uh, I don't know if anybody's even knew of this, but a billionaire Chinese uh, dude, uh, Patrick Sun Shong. Oh yeah, sure, I know him. Yeah. Yeah, and he had some kind of a medical uh, breakthrough, I guess. But he's a biotech guy. So, he's worked in healthcare biotech. for a while. Yeah. So he he drops half a half a billion on the paper, then put another billion into it. Yeah. And they continue to lose $60 million annually, year after year after year, wow. pushing wow. the hoaxes, pushing the nonsense. So yeah. massive layoffs there as well. And I'll, I'll give you two more quick ones because awesome. it's amazing That's how they're awesome. all hitting at the same time. Yeah. The Emmys viewership sinks to a new historic low because, Beauty. hey, nobody wants to see drag Nobody's queens watching, and, and these cares. goblins yeah. running around. Yeah. And also uh, NBC News is announcing a huge amount of layoffs. And so wait a minute. So you're saying... If you push a bunch of leftist uh, fake stories, people stop watching. I'm just—it's just crazy. It's a crazy thought. I know I'm out there, but and of course the unions outraged. How dare you lay off our people? We should be able to continue to to write and produce all kind of fake stories just the way we want. Yeah, so that we can all watch it ourselves because nobody else is watching it. Because no one else is. I mean, so that's it the goes classic. On. There oh, you go. Dude, those are four great stories that really, really epitomize. You know, and the beautiful thing about living in a free market is that ultimately all that stuff comes home to roost because you know what? With socialism, ultimately you run out of other people's money. And that's exactly the way it is with mm -hmm. those stories. Like you, you told me for years, like Emmys, the Academy Awards, all this stuff. They're just nonsense. I don't even know why people watch them because people, they're basically just like self-righteous rewards for their own thinking and nobody but, else yeah. and nobody else really cares like, well the only difference cares. is that at one time there was some some actual validity and quality to it like you know tv went through a recent you know it was the, it was kind of like a uh the glory days when the sopranos was on and mad men and breaking bad right that was only 20 years ago where we had yeah. really did have some good quality shows well even though they were pompous windbags up there talking getting their awards at least it was something but now yeah. now the, the the tv shows stink they're horrible nobody's watching yeah. them and yeah. they're still giving out the awards no, and what people need to understand is that these these so-called seminal papers that used to one day be storied headlines paper, like you know, for example, Watergate, Bob Woodward, you know, the you know the Washington Post, Breaking Watergate, those days are gone. Oh these gosh, these these yes. are now bought and paid for by billionaires, whether it's Bezos in the Post or Shung Shang and the L.A. Times. 
He's pouring billions into this. They're just left-wing ideological zealot outlets that are basically pandering to a ever-declining number of people. And nobody buys them. It's not even news. Yeah. It's just it's just narrative. All they push is narrative. And everybody gets it, which is why your story is great, Dave. The readership, the viewership, whether it's electronic or paper, it's all just declining. Ad revenue is declining. Nobody is buying what they're serving, period. Right? So... Snake oil salesman is what they are. (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, it's brutal. Um, Changing gears a little bit. I got kind of a funny story. You know how much of a fan I am, Dave, of electric vehicles and charging stations. Oh, you love them. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Not. uh, But this is funny. So um, Biden is over on UPI News. All these groups, UPI, AP, these these used to be trustworthy platforms as well. Now they're all just 501c3 nonprofit collectives of radical Marxists that get together and push the stories that they want. Uh, Biden administration announces new actions to boost EV sales and EV charging network. Um, They're going to invest $325 million for three programs, more public EV charging stations across the country through tax credits. By the way, tax credits means they steal the money from your pocket. Tax credits means that they take money from taxpayers and give it from one group of people to another. So just so people understand that. Um, Look, people are, again, I'll come back to what I just said. People aren't buying what they're selling. EV sales are on the decline. They don't work in most of the country. They don't work in bad weather. They don't work in snow. The batteries explode in extreme heat and extreme cold. Uh, They don't retain their charge. Um, And you got Hertz on a related story. Hertz, the big rental car company. They're giving back all of their electric fleet. (laughs) They're selling them 20,000 electric vehicles. Why? Nobody wants them, number one. And number two, the people that do want them crash them when they rent them. So they're like, forget this. We're we're just selling them. We're getting rid of them all. So, you know, look, I think there's always going to be a market. Uh, for this, there's always going to be certain folks who who want these and want a hybrid or whatever. My wife has one; it's fine. So, but but it's a limited market. They're, they're, these are yeah. not; they're not for everybody, and they don't work everywhere. And we need choice. You, you have to have free market choice. And I got news for people on the far left: combustion engines not going anywhere. Drill, baby, drill. In one year, we're bringing back uh, indep- you know energy independence to this country, which means lower prices, lower cost of goods, no inflation and so forth, because energy independence is at the heart of it all. I totally agree. Um, The EV revolution is over before it even began. It's already done. It's already dead in the water. There's so much new technology coming out and uh, you can pass this on to all your friends. There's enough oil in this country to last us another hundred years. hundred percent. Yeah. There's more, there's more liquid gold under the floor of the United States, continental United States than three Saudi Arabias. Thank and people you. don't people don't get that. But they, oh you get excuse me, excuse me. I don't like the fracking. I don't like the fracking. <laughs> I, like the fracking. I don't it's dirty work. You gotta get your hands dirty, like the oil workers in North Dakota. It is like, yeah, I mean, you know, what ones of those folks don't want to get their hands dirty, right? Except maybe in a certain way we can't uh, talk about on the air. Did, did you also hear that Ford Motors has announced that it's slashing the production of its all electric F one fifty lightning pickup truck by fifty percent. Yeah, so totally. but right when they spend billions to build these new plants and you know rehab it yeah now they've never they're cutting it in half yeah all the heads of these um motor companies car companies they all have to go they've all been 
corrupted yeah. by the administrative state and the slush yeah. fund that they've been promised. Yeah. Guess what? They sold their soul to the devils. They yeah. all got to go. And the devil is due. And on a related note, Dave, the Tesla Lightning, the so-called cool truck that people were putting orders oh, yeah. on. I have a libtard friend who put an order. He's got two Teslas. His wife has a Tesla. They had solar panels. They put in an order for the Lightning truck. And they're just off the off the rails. But anyway, uh, so there's great video out there now of like, I think it's like in the Midwest somewhere, Iowa or somewhere, Ohio. And there was a Tesla Lightning that went to get a Christmas tree in the forest and it got stuck. It got stuck in, it got stuck in not very much mud, dude, like a little tiny couple of inches of mud and some stuff. And guess what had to come in and bail it out? A Ford F-150. Right. A classic a real engine. <laughs> gas-powered old-school gas truck and pull this stupid tank-looking silver Tesla. I mean, you know, Elon Musk, we like what he's doing with Twitter and, and, and uh, you know, free and open debate. And thank God for Twitter right now in the face of everything else. But, uh, hey, that lightning thing ain't cutting it. Ain't going to work. No, the, man- the mandates have to be uh, all overhauled and done away with. Hey, my last story here, dude, um, the big scumbag actor, Alec Baldwin, who at one time was a talented kind of interesting fellow, oh, yeah. um, indicted again. So remember, everybody, that he shot that poor woman on the set of a, of a Western film called Rust. And yeah. somehow, of course, because of his celebrity and his high-powered lawyers, he got off it. But uh-uh, not so fast there, buddy. Indicted again because there was no way that gun, that gun would have uh, gone off without him pulling the trigger. So they right. got new evidence on that one, indicted. Wow. I think this time... This is he is going to face some real jail time. That's we'll interesting. See. I heard he's being charged with involuntary manslaughter, which is right. the absolute perfect charge. And that's not a small he could face like five to 15 yep. years for that, uh, Good that charge. So we'll we'll see what happens. Hey, Dave, great to see you this week, folks. Thanks for tuning into our show. We really appreciate it. And don't forget to check us out on all your favorite podcast platforms of choice. We are out there everywhere and on social media coming in hot on the Twitter sphere, especially at Rant and Rave 1776. And as always, Dave, we'll see you and all of our good friends down the road on the right side.